Welcome to In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from the Witham, Barnard Castle's Community Arts Centre. Hello and welcome along for another regular instalment of In the Spotlight, the Witham's podcast with me, Stuart Laundie. Yes, we have another great little show lined up for you, the highlight of which will be music and chat with Dr. Robert of the Blow Monkeys, who are coming to the Witham on Friday, June the 23rd, of course. And I'll be chatting to Jane Woodward, who will give us a rundown on what's coming up in the next few days and also what's coming up early next year. Yes, we've been busy booking acting. And we'll finish with a little bit of music from Eliza Carthy, who, of course, is coming with her father, Martin, for a show on Thursday, June the 1st. Now, before we talk to Dr. Robert of the Blow Monkeys, let me take you back to those heady days of 1986. And a track called Dig In Your Scene, which was one of the Blow Monkeys' biggest hits. It reached number 12 in the UK and number 14 on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart.
and the Spotlight, a regular podcast from the Witham. I just played Digging Your Scene, which takes me back to 1986 when I was um, a 19-year-old, just out of college and uh, about to start as a trainee journalist. And the world was at my feet and it was an absolutely great time. I mean, uh, you must, I think, I reckon you must be a couple of years older than me, 1986. It must have been, a. It, what, what, what do you remember about the time? Was it an exciting time? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was the eighties, you know, we were, um, we were lucky to be, uh, where we were, we sort of got signed and we were making records, but we hadn't had a hit yet. And then dig in your scene became a hit and everything really changed for us. So that kind of changed my whole world, really. We, it, we, we sort of, um, we had a hit in America with it and we toured the world. And I think it's probably the song for which we're best known, unless you're sort of dirty dancing fanatic, and we and and we're on we're on that soundtrack. But I mean, I think that's what we're we're best known for, even now. And um, so uh, you know, I've got a lot to to be thankful for. Yeah, it was an exciting time in the eighties. It was a great time musically because there was so much innovation going on with rap music and and black music in general, kind of house music and hip hop and everything coming through. It was a very political time. You know, I was living in Brixton. I had a bird's eye view of both riots from where I was above a record shop in Brixton. So it was a, you know, it was, it was a, I mean, it's still, it still is a very political time, but it was, it was a good time to be young and to be making music. You forget, sometimes people forget about the politics. Everybody remembers Mrs. Thatcher, but to a lot of people now, Mrs. Thatcher is just a name. People don't remember her and, and, you know, didn't live through her and, but yeah, well, I mean, I think I think Thatcher and Reagan, in particular, were the architects of 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 kind of where we are now. You know, they started the kind of the deregulation, the uh, you know, the the kind of whole free market capitalist wet dream. Um, really came from from you know, and they and and they turned Britain into a sort of service culture. They 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 devastated manufacturing. They, they tried to get rid of the unions. They didn't see Mick Lynch coming, obviously. You know, and a lot of people went with it. A lot of people still are going with it, you know, that kind of, that, that kind of early attempt to define English nationalism as well and all that. So, you know, it wasn't the world I was living in. And it certainly, to me, it felt like contrary to human nature, what was going on. So there were, we felt like um, that uh, it was worth, writing about and being part of, you know, to try and fight back. Let, let's bring things um, right bang up to date. 20, 2023, from uh, from what I've read about you, is turning out to be uh, to be quite a busy year. Um, Animal Magic, from which Begin Your Scene was taken, um, was reissued mm. as a deluxe edition in January. Um, mm. You've got a, a new single, I understand, coming out in June, which is, uh, I assume anyway, is taken from a new album, which is due for release next year. And you've got a retrospective coming out uh, covering the period since the Blow Monkeys um, came back for sort of the second part of the career, if I can put it like that, yeah, from, two, yeah, from yeah. 2008 to 2021. So you're obviously keeping extremely busy. Well, it's just called, it's just working. You know, that's what we do. As a musician, you make records, you write songs, you play gigs. I mean, that's that's the do- that's the, the do- job definition, really. You know, the, the new single is actually... Uh, a, a, coming out in June is from a, a new best of that we, because since we got back together, we've made six albums and we're working on the seventh. So and we've just carried on playing and, 
you know, um, we we really mix up old and new when we play live. We're not really a nostalgia act. We're more kind of I don't know really. We're just our own thing, you know. And um, and it's it's I still love it. It's a privilege to be able to to play music to people, especially after COVID and all that. You kind of realised how important it was to have that communication, to have that contact. So um, yeah, keep them busy. That's for sure. But that I like it that way. You know, I mean, we've all got. We, we sort of all got back together when our kids had all left home. I think we had 18 years of in between. Yeah. So it's like a generation now where, yeah, I was doing lots. I was playing solo and doing solo albums and acoustic guitar gigs and all sorts. But getting back together with the band is like a full-time thing. So, you know, you have to dedicate yourself to that. In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from The Witham. You've just played a handful of gigs in Spain. How 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 does that go these days? Is it um um I don't I mean we've touched on politics already already. I don't really want to get into the Brexit thing, but how how is it to to go and as I've read various things about trying to go to the continent and perform as a as a touring band as a touring artist, and it's not altogether good. But uh, how was your experience of of just going over? Well, there? well, you know, it's it's hard to get into. To, it's hard to talk about that without mentioning Brexit. Yeah. It hasn't exactly made it easy. Yeah, and it's not exactly going well. I live in Spain, by the way. Yeah, uh, so for me, it's not such a drag. The the rest of the guys all live in in London. So, um, but it's just a short trip. So it was three or four gigs, and they were great. It's so lovely to play to Spanish audiences, and we've still got an audience. They bring their kids along, and their grandchildren in some cases. Um, and uh, it's great fun. You know, really, really, I love the Spanish audiences. They're always up for a good time. They're not kind of cynical or. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's made it harder for bands to tour properly and to do things. You know, it's made it harder for people to move around freely. You know, like yeah. we, like I was able to do to move here, which we did twenty years ago. Yeah. And until until the politicians, I know this is changing, are, are, are brave enough and grown up enough to confront the reality of what it's done, then nobody's gonna, nothing's gonna change. I, you know, I know there's no appetite for another referendum and for changing things, but there has to be an appetite for reform. Because we have shot ourselves in the foot, and we and we disabled our, our younger generations. We've we put them at a disadvantage. So who's going to be brave enough to do something about it? It's like it's like yeah. Emperor's New Clothes. It's like nobody sees it. It's right in front of us. We've disabled ourselves. You know, even on an economic level, they're our closest neighbours, the biggest economic block in the world, right on your doorstep, and you can't do business with them. Where are the musicians writing about this though? Where's the uh, where's the anger? Where's the uh, where's the politics in music? Perhaps you could tell me. I don't know. I, I don't see a new Red Wedge coming. I remember them from that. That was eighties, wasn't it? Red... That was us. We were there. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was nice to be part of that because it was like the first time I had been part of anything anyway. Where you got on with other musicians. It wasn't. It wasn't competition. We all toured together, and at the end of the night, we'd all get up and sing a version of Move On Up, and it felt really special being part of something bigger than yourself. And it wasn't just about people saying, oh, I vote Labour. It was much bigger than that, really. Yeah. Uh, and Because it was music that politicised me. I came out in that generation where I read the NME from page to page, every, and, and there were some great writers on there. Who, who were better often than the music they were writing about, and they would drop hints about politics and writers and all sorts in there. It was an education. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think music still has, has changed its role now, actually. I think it's changed its, yeah. its function. I don't know if it still has that importance, but that, it did for me. 
anyway, coming back to the music, definitely this time. Just um, what sort of what sort of a show do you do these days? What can what can you what can we expect when you when you bring well, a little to, bit, uh, you know, with them? Tell, tell a few jokes. I do a bit of tap dancing, a little bit of magic, you know, that sort of thing. You know, all showbiz. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I learned it all from Tom O'Connor. I think people are surprised how upbeat it is, how energetic it is. There's only the four of us on stage, but we make a big noise. The saxophone player never plays a bit of keyboards. Drums, bass, I'm playing guitar and singing. It's simple. And then 50% of the songs are things that we've done from recent albums and 50% would be from before. So it's quite funky. I'd say it's got a bit, it's, it's tougher than people would expect it to be sounding wise. It's much more rootsy, bluesy, funky. There's no tricks. There's no big light shows. There's no great. And it's just it's just about the music, really. How did the label Sophistipop ever sit with you? Because I've, I've seen that as the as the way of people. How does it? Well, it. it doesn't it doesn't sit with me at all. I don't know what the hell it is, and whatever it is, I don't want to be it. <laughs> I've just said but, you know it's one of those. It's on Wikipedia, and is I can't. Find, you can't get rid of it when it's on Wikipedia. You know, you can't. I, I, I've tried editing it out, and it keeps popping back up. Um, I seem to be the epitome of our band of, of whatever that thing is, Sophistipop. I didn't sit down, you know, when we were sort of 17 as kids and go, I'll tell you what, let's start a Sophistipop band. We could be the biggest Sophistipop band in the world. In fact, we could be the only Sophistipop band in the world, as far as I know, wherever that is. It sounds awful and I don't want anything to do with it. Just before we finish, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to ask you one last thing. When we were chatting at our uh, art centre, about who we might like to invite to to do one of these podcasts with us, and 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 the Blow Monkeys came up. Two days later, you were on top of the pops too. Where all the reruns that they show mm. on there. Most of us, as we were kids, dreamt about being on top of the pops. Um, mm. So, just what was it like? Well, I did too. You know, I grew up of a generation where I watched Mark Bolan and David Bowie and all those people on top of the pops and I thought whatever that world is that's where I want to be so when I got there uh, we, we were told to turn up at nine o'clock in the morning and then we started to do a whole series of rehearsals which is absolutely ridiculous considering we were miming anyway so uh, men in white coats who worked at the BBC were going around telling us to do this stand there do this do that do another one do, do another one do. and we're not even you know by this time the bars opened and you can see why you get some kind of like eccentric performances on top of the pops because by the end of the day when they're shooting it, you're bored, you're pissed out of your head and you're wondering what the hell is going on and which camera am I supposed to look at? So that's my excuse. No, that's brilliant. Thanks ever so much. And I appreciate okay, you taking well, the time. No problem. Okay, see you later. Every hurdle I've 
found on the way from a boy to a man trying hard to understand and I took every water in this trouble plan I remember It's a small act of love and kindness that get us, get us through. I was dust at her feet, never felt so complete. I was there just to learn the ways of the world. Track there from the Blow Monkeys 2021 album Journey to You called Dust at Her Feet. And many thanks to Dr. Robert for taking the time to chat to us. And don't forget, you can get tickets for the Blow Monkeys on Friday, June the 23rd at The Witham. Just go online to www.thewitham.org.uk or call the box office on 01833 631107. In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from The Witham. So joining me this week on the podcast for a look ahead is the Withams Marketing Officer, Jane Woodward. Jane, thanks for coming along. That's all right, Stuart. Thank you for having me back. Not at all, not at all. Now, before we get into what's on uh, next week, uh, I just wanted to mention the fact that our busy little programming team has been beavering away and has already started booking events for next year. And we've got a couple of interesting looking plays up for sale in early 2024. I thought you might like to mention those for us. Indeed, Stuart, we have. Uh, where is Mrs. Christie? On the February the 8th which is Liz Grand's one-woman theatre show. Uh, if you remember, she came as Mrs Churchill, and she's also come in back end of the year as Enid Blyton. I remember the Churchill show. She was absolutely brilliant in that one, so it'd be great to have her back, not just for Enid Blyton, but also early in the new year. And what's the other one we've got up, uh, early next year as well? 
We have The Metamorphosis in March, which is a new adaptation of Franz Kafka's classic tale of alienation. Excellent stuff. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that's what the old film The Fly was based upon. I could be wrong. I'm sure people will tell me if I am. Um, so that's a couple of interesting things to look forward to early next year. And there'll be more uh, announcements made in the coming days and weeks as we get uh, things firmed up for 2024. So keep an eye on the website as new things arrive. So that's a couple of good things coming up in early 2024. But what about the next week? What we got coming up now, Jane? Well, we have another packed week of top-notch events at the Witham. Starting on Monday, 22nd of May, we have a yoga class at 10 o'clock with Eric from Zafu Yoga. Then on Wednesday, the 24th of May, we have a live screening direct from the Royal Opera House of the Royal Ballet's timeless classic, Sleeping Beauty, be swept away by this sumptuous fairy tale set to Tchaikovsky's ravishing music. On Thursday, the 25th of May, don't miss In the Footsteps of Ewan McCall. Folk legends Jeslo, Bob Fox and Julie Matthews perform a selection of songs from BBC's Radio Ballads. And last, but by no means least, Dr Feelgood are live on stage on Friday, the 26th of May. This is the actual band, not a tribute, and the current lineup features Kevin Morris on drums, Phil Mitchell on bass, Gordon Russell on guitar and Robert Kane from The Animals. This is the perfect start to your bank holiday meet weekend and please be aware that because it is the meet weekend, the uh, funfair will be in the main Galgate car park but there's still plenty of other parking around town, street parking, long stay car parks. And for all tickets, contact the Witham on 018-336-31107 or online at www.thewitham.org.uk. Sounds tremendous. I'm glad you mentioned Jeslo there as well, because um, another one of, uh, that we've got lined up for early next year is actually a solo show by Jeslo. He's coming in February, so if you like your folk music, if you like Jeslo, there's two chances to see him, one next week and one early in the new year. Jane, thanks very much, and we'll chat again sometime. Thanks, Stuart. In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from The Witham. So we'll conclude this week with a quick mention of a gig that's coming up on Thursday, June the 1st. It features Martin Carthy and his daughter, Eliza. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a track featuring the two of them to play, but I do have this one. It's taken from Eliza Carthy's 2022 album, Queen of the World. I absolutely love it. This is Space Girl. And until next time, I'll say cheerio. I did, I did He said free
a blaster in the needle freezer gone and yes I Listening to In the Spotlight from The Witham, Barnard Castle's Community Arts Centre. Available on all major podcast platforms. So please give us a follow and leave a comment or listen online at www.thewitham.org.uk. We'll be back soon with another episode.